Hello, and welcome to the Steve Barkley Ponders Out Loud podcast. Instructional coaches and leaders create the environment that supports teachers to continually imagine, grow, and achieve. They model an excitement for learning that teachers in turn model for students. This podcast is dedicated to promoting the important aspects of instructional leadership. Thanks for listening. I'm thrilled you're here. Ongoing coaching for instructional coaches, teacher leaders, and administrators. One of the outcomes from being driven to work virtually during the pandemic was the creation of many opportunities for me to work one-on-one with instructional coaches, teacher leaders who were often heads of departments or grade-level leaders, as well as school and district-level administrators. Realizing the power of those experiences, I have been building more and more of those conversations into many of my workshop and training designs moving forward. I found a paper by Nick Petrie at the Center for Creative Leadership that highlighted several reasons that these coaching conversations can have a substantial positive impact from a limited investment of time and dollars. A link to this paper, Vertical Leadership Development, Developing Leaders for a Complex World, is in this podcast lead-in. Petri describes that our leadership development at different times makes progress, moving from a start to a plateau where we might get stuck, and then onto a breakthrough. Most of us are probably right now somewhere on this cycle. Likely, at different times, we are at different spots in our own work or in our personal life. The question that coaches can help us with is, where are we? Petri shares that his experience suggests that leaders are frequently trapped in the stuck phase and spend more time there than is either healthy or necessary. Being stuck for too long is often connected to the issue of having stopped growing. Looking at the training and development of leaders, Petri identifies four frequent shortcomings. As I read the list, I thought that these are true for instructional coaches, and especially true for teacher leaders, some of whom received no support in their leadership development. How do you see these items applying to yourself and to your school leaders? Shortcoming number one, Petrie suggests, is a wrong focus. He states, too much time is spent delivering information and content and not enough on the hard work of developing the leaders themselves. Most leaders already know what they should be doing. What they lack is the personal development to do it. I would say that that's true in many of my coaching calls. A common example is a leader knowing that a team member's lack of follow-through needs to be addressed. Something like the person isn't bringing student work to a PLC meeting. What they're lacking is a way to explore their options for approaching the individual. 
often our coaching call is around generating possible scenarios, possible responses, possible opening dialogues, and then the leader deciding and practicing the approach. I recently had an instructional coach talk through such a scenario, and she decided that focusing on moving ahead with the three engaged teachers on the team with an open door to the resistor to join when and if she wanted to was the best current approach. Petrie's second shortcoming was lack of connectivity. He suggests, while the content of programs may be very interesting, it is too often disconnected from the leader's work. When the leader returns to the, quote, real world, end quote, and is overwhelmed by tasks, it's too hard to convert what was learned in a program into actions that addressed real problems. In my workshops for coaches, I create designs to model and create opportunities for practicing the verbal skills of coaching, questioning, paraphrasing, providing empathy, feedback, support for differing views. But when the pressure is felt in that reluctant teacher conversation, the freeze often sets in. Debriefing conversations like that with a coach around what I could have said or could have done builds the likelihood that next time I will. Or prepping for the conversation with the coach ahead of time builds a confidence that often allows for the coach to be a better listener. And that better listening increases the odds of connecting with the teacher. The third shortcoming, leader in isolation. Petri identifies that most programs fail to engage the leader's key stakeholders back at work in the change process. As a result, leaders not only miss out on the support, advice, and accountability of colleagues, but are also more likely to experience resistance from stakeholders who are surprised and disrupted by changes that the leader is making in the leader's behavior. Early on in my work providing training and development for instructional coaches, I pushed to have principals join the first several hours of training in order to develop common understandings and expectations. Now, I push to add some introductory sessions to the staffs regarding what instructional coaching will look and feel like. I take the same approach and build it into leadership development for PLCs, for peer coaching programs, and for professional growth plans. The fourth shortfall that Petri suggests is too short. He identifies programs are designed as events rather than as processes over time. Programs give leaders a short-term boost, but not the ongoing follow-up to solidify new thinking and behaviors, turning them into new habits. This is a key reason 
why we should be providing ongoing coaching to leaders. Some examples. I'm currently working with a school leadership team that is implementing professional growth plans around the process of hypotheses, evidence collection, and reflection. After a workshop for the staff presenting the why and the how of the process, I had one-on-one Zoom calls, about 10 or 15 minutes, with each teacher as they prepared their hypothesis and plan prior to presenting it to their administrator. That was followed several weeks later with coaching calls with each administrator, where we explored the ongoing conversations they would be having to support individual teachers with their professional growth plans. Teacher leaders in this school who have been engaged in peer coaching workshops and have practiced coaching each other are now facilitating groups of teachers exploring how to use peer coaching observations and conferences to support their professional growth plans. This is an example of developing leadership skills in several different leadership roles over time. Another example of ongoing leadership development is my current work with a district-wide team focused on learning, design, and innovation. This team of 12 provides leadership for, quote, planning, implementing, and using feedback to continuously advance the district's curricular program. The team supports the design, communication, and improvement of a guaranteed and viable curriculum for respective grades, subject portfolios, and other stakeholders. This team continually engages in leadership development skill-building sessions for themselves and with other stakeholders. They invite my coaching sessions as an entire team. They invite those same coaching sessions as small project working groups and individually coaching sessions focused on goals and implementation. Another district-wide leadership team that I've provided with ongoing leadership coaching over the past three years, thanks to virtual opportunities, invites me to be an observer in various workshops that leaders are engaged in. This encourages building those experiences and learning into our coaching conversations. Here are Petri's recommendations for leadership development. One, focus more on development, less on content. Two, make the development and the work inseparable. Three, create strong developmental networks at work. Four, make leadership development a process, not an event. Ongoing coaching is important for the development of leadership skills for those leading our learning communities. I call it modeling the model. Let's provide leaders at all levels the same coaching support that we want our leaders to provide to our staffs. I'd be happy to discuss how you might expand coaching for leadership development for yourself and other leaders. 
how you can support leaders in moving from a plateau where they may be stuck to a breakthrough. You can always reach me at barclaypd.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. You can subscribe to Steve Barkley Ponders Out Loud on iTunes and Podbean. And please remember to rate and review us on iTunes. I also want to hear what you're pondering. You can find me on Twitter at Steve Barkley or send me your questions and find my videos and blogs at barkleypd.com.